and Princess Tegan Wu. We're three friends and a pup, popping movie cherries and falling down fandom rabbit holes with comical social commentary. Each movie we watch and review, at least one of us has never seen, while the others sass, snack, squeal, and snuggle Tegan. Hey y'all, it's Editing Megan here again. Um, we are jumping back into The Bodyguard. This is part two. And so last time we left off talking about where each character was going in Hogwarts houses. Um, and so now today we are picking up and talking about the terrible final scene of The Bodyguard. So sit back, relax, and enjoy a good rant with us. Thanks, bye! What does he say at the end? Oh, to Sly? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. He's like, shut the fuck up, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, finally on board. Finally stands up. Last scene on board. Yeah. Oh, right. oh and okay. speaking of last scene, how did you all feel about <laughs> No. Again, no. confusion. Um, and I just want to give a shout out to the editors, which I wrote yeah, down Yeah, wait, somewhere. what happened? The terrible, Edited terrible by editing that was Don happening. Cavern and Richard A. Harris. Listen, I don't know who you guys are, but you suck at editing, okay? <laughs> like, sorry, shots fired, but I don't care. Cause Supposedly, Kevin Costner also helped edit. I see. It was real bad. It was rough. real bad. And I'm rough. listen, I'm sure you had a lot to work with, because from what I hear, there's a lot of shit on the cutting room floor for this movie, but like, ooh, y'all, poor choices were made. I don't... Yep. That whole final scene, I didn't understand at all. I was like, okay, so he, now he's protecting some political at person. At the Rotary. At a Rotary oh, at a, Club at a fucking meeting. Rotary yes. Club meeting? Oh, my God. Yes. And then he's, like, behind the American flag, and then the camera zooms in on him, and it just fucking freezes, like, partially out of frame. I was like, oh, my God. What is this? It's so bizarre. Just and then like, just, like, that's it. And they don't even end the movie no. with the only reason the movie existed, which was Whitney. Yeah. And her Just, final, which she's, like, it's the moment, right, where she's singing the song and it's at the very end, and I was like, okay, this is it. Why like, didn't they just end on that? Exactly. Right. Why right. did they add that fucking scene at yeah. the end? It and was like, terrible. like, we don't need a Bible verse, like, we don't need this. No, yeah, into the, oh my god, that fucking it Bi- does not Bible verse, too. the movie. <sighs> into the shadow summate. of the, I was like, I can't hear this Bible verse one more goddamn time, but <laughs> sorry, I just feel like it's really, really overdone in film. I'm like, uh, really? This verse? Again? I feel like 92 that was like everyone was like creaming their pants for that. for that that was like striking a chord yeah i yeah it oof, the ending multiple parts of the ending including when he like comes to see her off and then she gets on the plane and it's one of those things where it's like y'all we're already in trope land we are like trope walmart y'all are just filling the car with them like <laughs> That's Trip great. Walmart. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> so let's do it. And so she does. She, like, they have this, like, stilted goodbye, which there is no reason, like, character development-wise or plot-wise why that should be there except to create more tension except we're at the end. So what? A denouement? No? No conclusion. Cool. Cool. No conclusion. And so, right, she gets back on the plane and starts to move, and she sees him standing all awkwardly out there with his arm in a sling, and she's like, Stop! And she runs off. I'm like, oh, this is when he, like, leaves the life behind and joins her posse and, like, is her husband or whatever. Like, the next shot is going to be them getting married. That was in my head. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> they just, like, have this bizarre, awkward makeout. I mean, he got to make out with her. Yeah. So, that, great job, Make Kevin. out also. <laughs> 
I'm really sorry, but like people who grab each other's heads that much during makeouts, <laughs> I just I just don't know. That's not how I make out. There I was guess, something but. about that scene, like that she got real dizzy because I don't know. It was like she... so aggressive. It was like. <laughs> Like, good, swept good. off her feet, Dizzy? Or just, like... Like, not this is TM dizzy, dizzy in a good way. Oh, like, being Jesus. jostled. Because it was very, like, it was a little bit aggressive. Yeah. I was like, what is happening right now? Also, they... his arm's supposed to be hurt? What is this? Yeah. And yeah. she's, like, presumably, like, shoving against it. Um, yeah. I mean, you know that... You know that... So, sorry. Harry Potter reference. Quick. Quick Harry a lot Potter of reference. in this one. Yeah. But, you know, when, like, Ron and Lavender are making out Ooh. in the Gryffindor common yes. room. And Ginny's like, oh. God, they like it. Literally, looks like she's trying to suck his face off. That's what this scene reminded me of. Absolutely, I was <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Well, and Brie did share with us that pretty much all of the scenes they shot of their like love making got cut. And after watching that final makeout, I'm like, I get it. Yeah, yeah, makes <laughs> Cause sense. Because apparently, that's how they all were. Oh God, just like zero chemistry and. Kevin Costner drove that train. Oh, Kevin. <laughs> God! I can't. I'm you are sorry. not looking great in this, uh, like, from all, this information is not... Ooh. But then you're like, but he's the reason that song is so iconic, too. And it, he's yeah, the reason it's that song. Right? Yeah. Which is kind of crazy. That, like, he made such, like, brilliant choices, but also, like... So many horrible ones at yeah. the same time. Yeah. But, I I mean, the the script did not lend itself to any kind of dignity either. Like, yeah. What, so what were Whitney's thoughts about this movie? Besides, um, she didn't want to be made, like, a fool of it. It just yeah. seemed like she didn't really want to do it. She was, like, pretty self-conscious okay. about it. Um, but then in the end, she was just, like... And I think probably because the album did so... The soundtrack did so well that it kind of eclipsed anything else. Totally. And, like... Okay. She, oh, there was, um, the Apollo Theater in New York, she got booed, like, oh. shortly after this release because everyone felt like, um, and that's, like, a predominantly black theater, uh -huh. um, and they, like, felt like she had sold, sold out her color, oh. sold out her race, and so she took that really hard, um. Why did they feel like that? Sorry? Just because, like, they they thought the movie was just like a white whitewashed mm -hmm. okay i mean it was very much That's a white, white savior yeah oh well yeah component. absolutely well that, and then but... on top of it too i think she generally had a lot of backlash from the black community because mm -hmm. i mean she was packaged in a very certain way yeah. by i think clive davis mm -hmm. okay. he was like a you know a record producer um and he's the one that found her in jersey and like you know, they totally packaged the shit out of her. Right. And even to the point where, like, her first album, she's made to look like she's, like, living in Africa. Ugh. Oh, that's exploitative. Yeah. yeah. So, like... Seems to be one of the themes of today, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Exploiting Whitney Houston? Yeah. Great. <laughs> <laughs> one of the themes... God. It just keeps coming up, guys. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, but, like, you know, I... I've always been a really huge Whitney fan like since I like she was one of the first artists that I really was like it, well and this you know this soundtrack it totally changed my you know this was one of my formative things so yeah, yeah. she killed um, her yeah. and I you know I didn't see the movie until college because it was like rated R and I was younger in 92 and not allowed not allowed to not see sex although like I was allowed to see Legends of the Fall 
R question. It's <laughs> way um, more graphic. It only got that R rating too because because girls say fuck. fuck in it. Yeah, and it's like specifically women saying it. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Because oh, like there, it's Nikki and Rachel who say it. Yeah. There's other people who say it, but I think that was the problem that people had with it, I'm sure. Well, because there's, like, you can say one, like, currently, you can say one non-sexual fuck and still get a PG-13 rating. Mm -hmm. But the second you add another, immediately R. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Oh, God, I watched a documentary on the rating system in it's really messed up. It's really, it's really messed, messed up. up. Yeah. yeah. No, it's very much. I think so. the it was called This Film Has Not Yet Been Rated. Yeah. It's really I, good. Yeah, just check it out. It's that was mind blowing for me to to talk about the rating system in Hollywood because it's Well, mainly because weird. it's completely subjective and it is not actually there's there's no like entity nope. like of actual authority mm-hmm. that does that besides this like secret group of people right because it's like the american film association i think that like right that helps create that group but yeah it's it's just fucking citizens yeah that are the group (laughs) yeah Yeah. and there's probably not much diversity in that oh of course no no (laughs) anyhow so that's a whole other thing but uh but let's talk about the real issues in this film, which are the use of passive-aggressive smoothies. <laughs> <laughs> passive-aggressive su- smoothie making. <laughs> I just, I wrote that down, and I had to I think revisit we all, it. We all time. wrote that down. <laughs> Very much so. Again, how they don't treat her like an adult, so right. she acts out like a teenager. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, and presumably, like, this lifestyle that she's afforded everyone, she had to kind of give up any sense of normalcy or, like, childhood or anything. Right. So, like, she's trying to experience it in some way, and this is the result. Well, and there's that component, too, right? When we put someone up on a pedestal, obviously that feeds ego even the most, like, well-adjusted human is not going to come out of that totally unscathed or total. you know what I mean? Like, right. And so, yeah, her passive-aggressive smoothie was one of the funniest parts of the movie, <laughs> by far. Yeah, just... Where she's, like, in the kitchen, they're talking about how, like, there needs to be actual security measures put in place, mm-hmm. and her sister, Nikki tries to say something to the effect of like come on like please listen to them and she just fucking lights up that blender yeah <laughs> yeah just ooh. and again i mean a good moment of yeah nikki oh nikki just got the short end yeah she stick. was done dirty yeah for sure yeah yeah <laughs> but like other choices could have been, been made, made. Mm-hmm. no absolutely agreed but i would imagine that for fair amount of people whenever because the way we create like culturally that we handle stardom and celebrity is totally toxic and not at all conducive to like famous people being able to be healthy and function at all essentially Mm -hmm. you know and so I would imagine that like that happens a lot where like you find you can really only rely on your family and even that is like cut down by like the people who aren't like trying to take advantage of you right and so i'm sure that family right i'm sure that nikki was like you know well she's my sister i should help her but then day to day her sister's a tyrant like Uh you know the way she treats her and so it's like yeah 
Maybe Nikki actually had the most like character development. Now that I think. <laughs> 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 Nikki's motivations made sense. I guess that's all I'm. They saying. did. Yeah, they like, did. She's make the sense. only one whose like storyline really. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and you and I at the beginning, Megan, we thought she was a red herring. For sure. Yeah, we thought for sure she was a red herring. I was like, she's a red herring, I'm calling it now. Yes. (laughs) I just really wanted to make predictions at the beginning. So you get to watch that if you're a patron. (laughs) Oh, exactly. They were totally leading us down that, excuse me. Yeah. Yeah, down that path. Which I was a little, yeah. I mean, I was a little disappointed that she was so involved in it. I was like, right. really? God, that was so predictable. You didn't have to do that. I know. I was like, oh. but yeah. And who knows what happened to their parents? Maybe they like raised themselves. Yeah. Maybe, I don't. Know, I needed but, more backstory, but yeah, yes. it would have been nice to have like more character development. But mm-hmm. I, I mean, it doesn't. I don't think that the script like was made to be that way. Right. Or just oof. And, like, oh. no one said no to anything either. Yep. Kevin Costner just kept saying yes. Kept saying yes. <laughs> and, so, and having, like, strokes of brilliance, but, like, not enough to redeem I think the main this. stroke of brilliance was that uh, Whitney will do this song and it will be amazing. Yeah, that's, I was going to say. That's <laughs> and the soundtrack. I mean, the whole soundtrack, because it's not all Whitney. I mean, uh-huh. it's, it's a really great soundtrack. It's got, yeah. like, some Kenny G. It's got, like, some John Cicada, Shaka Khan. Oh my god. I love it. Um can we talk about the theme of sex and violence? Oh my god! <laughs> I totally forgot about the panties on the sword. Don't worry, I wrote it down. I put panties on the samurai sword. What the fuck? <laughs> so should we talk about that? Yeah. Yes. Go for it. I think my we list should. is we exhausted. Yeah, right? I'm like, okay, so... Yeah, that was... Ri- uh, <laughs> it was just real weird. Okay, so the scene I'm describing, so... <laughs> let me just take you there, listeners. So, we... The, like... Okay, so Whitney and Kevin Costner go on a date, and they're just, you know, having a ball, apparently, and he did laugh during their He date did. He smiled, smiled. He and smiled. he laughed. They danced. What? They did dance. They both got scared together. <gasps> gasp. <laughs> when a plate broke. Oh, my word. <laughs> Shared gasp. <laughs> um, and then they went back to his place, which, ooh, that decor was wanting for sure. Oh, yeah. There was absolutely no decor except a samurai sword on the wall. So Whitney grabs it's this. like a concrete box. Yeah. Yes. In a, yes. Oh, my God. Bordering on, like, quarter minimum. Yes, it's chic. Well, exactly. it was like, is it, is it the whole? Is that just the basement? Like, does he rent it? I don't know. I think because she does say something about like, I think there's something to the effect of how long he's lived there, and it was like maybe a couple of years or months huh. or something, and like that he still hadn't unpacked, yeah. and like oh. that he was using a like side table cardboard box as a side table. He's non-committal, guys. Yeah. That was very clear. That was, like, the only clear thing about his character. Yes. Is that there's no commitment. I can't commit to anything. I can't commit to anything except for my job, and that's it. That's it, and I regret not being there on the day that Reagan was shot, even though he didn't die, and I was at my mother's funeral. Yeah, it's... But I still carry that with me every day. Stupid. They need to... It's fine. Okay, so... So... He, the so, only item yeah. on the wall is a samurai <laughs> Back sword. To the Correct. Samurai. So Whitney pulls the samurai sword down, 
and she's literally coming at Costner with this fucking samurai sword. Points like it a flirtatious like. I, mean, yep. I think it was supposed to read as flirtatious. One hundred percent. And like no kink shaming, but I feel like that is just a bizarre like zero to samurai flirting real quick. I yeah. don't know. I yeah. just who. Ooh. Zero to samurai. Zero to samurai. Yeah. Uh, so anywho, so she's pointing the sword at him. Literally, I mean, the point actually gets to his like stomach, yes. right, or chest. And he like leans into. He it leans to into get it. it from her. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, no, to take to off take her, her scarf. scarf. So then he takes off the scarf, throws the scarf into the <laughs> air as it's cascading down. It gets cleaved in two on the samurai sword because it's so fucking sharp, you guys. The like the gravity weight of the silk scarf falling down on it was enough to cut it in half. But somehow the point of that sword didn't impale Costner <laughs> while he was like leaning directly into the tip of it. I, His buttons are bulletproof. Uh, I don't know. Bulletproof buttons. <laughs> but fully agreed so bizarre so bizarre and then they make out i guess yeah yeah they make out tumble into bed yeah all of those scenes get cut until the next morning when they're definitely i don't think that's his bedroom but no that's the thing it is i think it is his bedroom okay i think so but no the bedroom is way cuter than the living area yeah for sure our because it's not a concrete basement (laughs) (laughs) because it's like filled with light but apparently they're in a basement i don't know Again, but the the pan away shot to like let us know that they're like, you know, doing the do is the samurai sword oh, with yeah. her black lacy panties on top of it. But somehow the panties didn't get cleaved <laughs> in too, and I'm assuming they were thrown off in haste, you guys. So I just not delicately placed. Anyway, so logistics aside. I obviously I have I have some you know physics related questions about <laughs> that, but but also I think there is a definite connection throughout this movie of sex and violence, them going yes. hand in hand, um, and like it's yeah it's weird to me that it keeps being kind of brought up in that way, and and especially with uh, you know almost the I don't want to say no I'm gonna say it. It was almost like, sorry. Yeah. It was almost like an attempted rape scene with uh, Portman, the guy who is the assassin, oh, right? Yeah. When they're at the house party oh, or whatever. In yeah. Miami. Yeah, exactly. Right. In my, yeah, in Miami, and uh, that also speaks to me of, sec- like, I don't know. It, it seemed like sexual violence to me. Oh, yeah, that was very much absolutely so. <laughs> right. So I'm like, what? I don't. I didn't totally understand what sort of commentary the movie was trying to get across because what it got across is that sex and violence is great but also sex and violence isn't okay it was it said both of those things to me right it was very much this component of that like i think supposedly their sexual attraction and like sexual tension was supposed to derive from this looming threat upon her life what (laughs) that like because he was there to protect her and because she Mm -hmm. was under threat that that was supposed to create tension that would turn into them falling in love or lust or whatever but of course some kind of variation on like Stockholm Syndrome uh no because he's not the one that's the source of the uh, of that threat right but he's, he's the to... source of shutting her out from everything. Right? And he's like... He's it's like a little to... bit Stockholm-y to me. 
in well, my opinion. Well, but wasn't he the only one who's like, she doesn't fucking know about this? Right, he was the one who That's was true. like, she needs to know, like, this is bullshit that, like, all this, but at the same time. That's true, but he also was cutting her off from people in her life, right? He, like, right. literally removed her and was like, let's go to my family's well, cabin. but also because, like, <laughs> I mean, I don't Sly know. and, like, all those no, other totally. people, like, were like, well, if, you know, we can cut these people off, then sure. maybe, like, we'll be safe because yeah. somehow... Which is fair, and I don't disagree with that. I just also think it's a little weird. Well, I think what that's getting at, truthfully, is that, like, clearly he's... Clearly he's a protagonist. Clearly we're supposed to agree with what he's saying and doing. Right. And so, therefore, it's kind of this story, uh, again, with, like, the White Knight stuff, that, like, I'm the one who's gonna save you, I'm the one that you need, and our connection is based in this something like someone is threatening you i'm the one who can protect you but of course in real life when someone acts like that that is completely emotionally abusive yeah and doesn't actually fly yeah i hate it yeah that's not my favorite trope for sure oh totally i hate the white knight trope it is literally one of my biggest biggest pet peeves and like narrative story storytelling but like their actual conversation where she's like yo i can't date anyone else because like you're gonna have to be there so Mm -hmm. like we'll just date you'll just like we'll just date but then it's also kind of like that whole dynamic too is problematic because technically she's his boss yeah like that's Mm -hmm. a power imbalance that is inappropriate yeah b they also have this white knight power imbalance where she's supposed to completely be at his um like, he's supposed to be the good person in the situation. She's always at this, like, threat mercy. Mm-hmm. He's the one who's going to come in and, like, swoop in and pick her up. She's totally... She's going to be totally dependent on him to be safe. hmm What? Yeah. Again, and, like, confusion. No, tr- no effort to try and, like, come up with, like, a balanced solution. No. Where and, it, like, suits oof. everybody's needs, but and, still yeah. keeps him safe. Exactly. It's, like, farmer's way or no way. Yeah. Yeah. And we're led to... Be- I mean, and clearly... The previous way is not working, mm-hmm. right? Her publicist and I don't know about the old man. Is he like her previous head of security or something? Clive, yeah, and yeah. like how he knows Farmer, that doesn't seem real clear. But presumably he like knows Farmer's work. So like, let's say he was in some sort of capacity right. of like CIA security or something. Totally, like he's like, oh, we need to like beef up security. You need like a dedicated bodyguard. Yeah. Again, just. Confusion, sending mixed signals, mixed messaging mm-hmm. about, and her whole logic of <laughs> concerning, well, like, I mean, I want to date people, and if you have to be there, that's going to be weird. So you and I should just date instead, yeah? And what? That doesn't hold any water. I'm sorry. That's yeah. ridiculous. It's like, you can also just come out and say, like, hey, I think you're real cute, because, like, she, mm-hmm. I fucks him a lot. Like, I'll oh, be yeah. honest about that. Like, oh, for sure. She's yeah. down. And he's supposed to be, like, all stoic. And she's, like, baiting him, you know, kind right. of deal. Right. But then she gets punished for that behavior later when she does that with Homeboy to make him jealous. It turns out to be her assassin. And he, you know, sexually assaults her. It's like, uh, I can't. Yep. Confusion. It Utter is. confusion. It's confusing. I yeah. blame Caston. <laughs> Fair enough. For writing a script that, like, should have been made in the 70s or not made at all. Ooh. Or and just, this should like, have been a better script. Ah, just because, a better story. Like, I mean, yeah. listen, 
you know what really should happen is like get a fucking woman to read that script yes and be like this is confusing yeah and be like "Eh, i don't know about that that doesn't feel like an actual woman that (laughs) feels like your perception tropey ass (laughs) well and i do i think it's interesting too to you know i think the racial scope is very very much there because like Originally, he had wanted Diana Ross for the role. Right. And, like, uh-huh. so he really strategically had been setting up this, like, interracial couple. Right. And the star being a black woman. And, like, I think that can't go overlooked of, like, how he treated that role. Right. Mm-hmm. Totally. Totally. And again, yeah. of just, like, yeah. A white man. You can't best. do this by yourself. This white dude has to come in and, like, fix it for you. Yeah, Save I the hate, day. I hate it so much. Oh, sorry. I just can't Grossed get over out. it. The oh. more we talk about it, the grosser it feels. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it felt pretty gross while it was happening, as you'll see in the reaction video, patrons. But, um, yeah, I just couldn't. I was like, oh, God, what is happening right now? Have you have you guys seen, sorry, this is a little change of topic, but uh, have you guys seen the Netflix original Bodyguard series? The one that's entitled oh, The Bodyguard, and it's with uh, the guy who plays Robert Stark in uh, Game of Thrones. Have you seen Pete? Yeah, you're good. I'll be right back. Yeah. No. No? You haven't seen it? Uh-uh. Oh, man. Okay, so, anyways, it's a Netflix original, same title, obviously, as this, and uh, it has to deal with, it's uh, filmed in the UK, and he's like a bodyguard. I've only watched um, not very many episodes, but it's kind of that same concept of, like, I don't know a bitch woman who's in politics and needs to be protected and then like this guy who was former I don't know not secret service but the UK equivalent of the secret service um yeah and him kind of saving the day but like I don't know it's definitely done I think better than this but I don't know it's still questionable yeah still questionable choices uh just like (laughs) if this had been Made by like Sofia Coppola. Oh yeah, amazing. Absolutely. Oh man, do we have any Sofia Coppola films on our list? Ooh, I should think about that. Right? Have you seen Lost in Translation? Oh yeah. Okay, I yeah. assumed, but I really love it's her biggest movie. one for sure. Have you seen Marie Antoinette? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I assume the fashion. Yeah. Virgin Suicides. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Oh man. <laughs> yeah, we used to watch Virgin Suicides in college a lot. I lived with a lot of mopey ass ladies. <laughs> Oh shit! All right, <laughs> and like oh, Magnolia. God. Oh god. Yeah. <laughs> and there was oh uh, White Oleander. Oh yeah, White oh, Oleander. That shit was rough. And then I would like watch Laverne and Shirley to decompress. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I'm like bitches up in here want to watch the crazy shit. Yeah, absolutely. Oh my god. No, that was that's too many things. But anywho, um. Yeah, let's see. Uh, the other scene I wrote down that I thought was kind of funny, because <laughs> we're grasping at straws here. We are. Is the scene? Sorry, I can't, can't even can't even get through it. Um, it's after they have like that whole scare, um, at kind of towards the end, and um, both him and Whitney are hitting the sauce pretty hard. (laughs) And then, like, back at the house? Yeah, back at the house, yeah. And, uh, this is, like, after the whole, you know, bombing incident and Nikki being killed. The funeral. Yeah, after the funeral and everything. And they're just both poolside, watching Fletcher play with his friends in the pool, just looking (laughs) hungover as fuck. 
Like, why? <laughs> why are we here? What is happening why? right now? We've made terrible decisions. Oh, God. It was really comical, though. Yeah. Also, no, Fletcher, you can have friends over right now. No, right. <laughs> like, your aunt just got murdered in cold blood yep. by someone who's presumably also trying to kill your mother. Mm-hmm. That um, she hired. And you, he tried to kill you in a boat. So, maybe not have the play date? I don't know. Maybe not. But also, like, you deserve to fucking live, dude. Yeah. That's true, but he also seemed pretty, like, I'm gonna play some chess and, like... He seemed more introspective, like, that wouldn't have been his choice. He would not have, like, had friends over. And also because, like, his friends were never over before. Exactly. I know. He was, was like, like, a very solitary kid. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And he would not be, like... Yeah. This was clearly, like, his mom calling people and being like, hey, I need you to come over and hang out with my son today because he just went through some traumatic shit. I don't even think she was that perceptive of, like, because her son was just, like, an accessory. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. They had, like, no interaction. Seriously, like, (gasps) oh, I feel like, I I mean, besides when they were at the cabin in Tahoe with too many windows. Yeah, only windows. Oh my god. Also, Just Kevin Costner he, trying to run down. <laughs> the, okay, here we go. We forgot about that shit. Oh god. Um, homeboy yeah. at the beginning of the film decides that he, as opposed to stay in a vehicle to chase a threatening vehicle that he believes is tailing them, he hops out of the car. And limo. like run the limo, excuse me, and races through the foliage of like the landscaping of this gorgeous house, like keeping pace with the car as if that's humanly that's like possible. It's like going around like a whole corner. It's doesn't oh make God. any sense. And then he like leaps out onto the road as if he's gonna catch the car physically. Yeah, right. I'm like, <laughs> what is your game plan here? You're gonna land on top of the car? Yeah, I and, think that like, was break, his game plan. break all of your ribs in the process and it's the what? Just thing. to see the guy but not get the license plate. Thank which you. Which will lead you directly to who it is. Yeah. Didn't get the license plate and there was another scene like that. Didn't get the fucking license plate. I'm like, dude, you're supposed to be a professional. What is this? What is happening? I cannot. I don't like it. So, like, oh, we can God. just take a minute and talk about how, like, Kevin Costner's skill sets, what he brings to the table <laughs> as the bodyguard, which is, like, throwing knives. The knife throwing? The knife throwing. Knife uh-huh. Throwing. Which seems to point it out in the reaction ev- video that he <laughs> throws them incorrectly. He sure does. You're not supposed to hold the handle. You're supposed to hold the blade. Thanks, Zach. I only know that because my brother, I don't know, he just, he knows weapon <laughs> things. Of course he knows. Of course he knows. Does his research. He characters. does. Well, also he just, I don't know, he went through a sword phase. I don't know. It's totally not connected to this besides the fact that Kevin Costner is supposed to be an expert and he throws the knives incorrectly. It's okay. Um... <laughs> I was more, goddamn facts. I was more that? irritated by not getting the license plate twice. And yes. also thinking that you could physically on foot run down a moving vehicle. <laughs> yep. And that was like the plan. Yeah. Like, yeah. what? He's the bodyguard. Oh. He's the white bodyguard. I hate he it so much. was. And can we talk about my favorite quote? And by favorite quote, I mean <laughs> the quote that fucking pissed me off so much. Can't wait. Yes. Alright, so here's the rundown. Kevin Costner, I can't protect you like this, referring to their sexual relationship. Whitney 
uh, subservient being like, I'll do whatever you say. Do you want me to beg? Do you want me to fucking beg? Yeah. And then him saying, I'll kill you myself. Okay? Like, that is, that was the end quote of that interaction. Yeah, no, that was that yes, scene. Yes, that was that scene. He said it twice in the movie, but that was that scene leading he up to it. He says it in that scene. Oh, yes. He says it in like, that on scene. Oh, the yes. He says it in that scene, right, that <laughs> if you if you do one thing outside of, like, the plan that yeah. I create, yep. I'll kill you myself. Yep. I'm sorry. Yeah. That's not what your bodyguard should be saying to you. No. Yep. Where did your bedside banner come from, but, bro? Like, yeah. I just wrote down, you gross, I hate it. Bodyguards <laughs> are not supposed to, like, I'm sure legally threaten their clients. Yeah, right? No. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, that's, oh. could terminate their entire contract. Because, like, yeah. who's keeping them safe if you're threatening to kill them, exactly. too? Exactly. That's, mm, I was and, so mad about it. And the again. The bodyguard police should have been like, yeah, exactly. Body well, and I think, like, what you said, Brie, <laughs> that it's supposed, he's trying to convey the severity of the situation. Right. But I don't know if he needs to continue to convey that. I feel like she's, she's yeah. on board at that point. She's yeah. like, all of the smoke and mirrors has, like have been taken to... away. She's, she's saying, yeah. okay, I get it. This cannot happen. My son cannot be harmed. Right. Like, right. my kid. And it's like, yeah. That's her break. Uh, right as it should be but mm-hmm. also like you know and she's like okay i'll take you seriously and then it just ooh. so she's already like said she's I'm already on board. board yeah she's bought in but he's yeah, just she... gotta threaten her because then it makes him feel like bodyguard yeah i hate i, I hate it I it's like not it. a good choice i don't like it also someone that you're like romantically involved with you right. shouldn't be saying stuff like no that right too. exactly oh, I'm like oh, someone you were just inside of you probably should be right probably not public service announcement <gasps> don't threaten the well being of people you've been inside of yeah that oh god stupid not healthy oh gosh seek help immediately See, <laughs> please halt what you're doing seek help um yeah. I would like to give a shout out to Whitney's hair person through this movie she had a lot of Medusa. Dudes. Whoa. Wow. Amazing. And that's it. Great that's name. all it said. One Medusa. name. Medusa. M-E-D-U-S-A-H. Medusa. Oh, wow. There's an H at the end of it, too? Amazing. Killing it, girl. Medusa. <laughs> what up? What? <laughs> yeah. She, I mean, we could. It's not we Medusa. Haven't, we haven't gotten yeah, so any. Costumes. Yeah, we haven't gotten to any oh, of the God. costumes, Brie. Um, Susan. Like, Brie. Ninninger. <laughs> she. I couldn't find anything else that she's done. I feel like everyone kind of, they're like, oh. Maybe I don't want to work at movies after this. Yeah, this was awful. <laughs> <laughs> she had a great but, cape, yeah, though. Yeah. Dude, yeah, cape her, like, work, cape shawl situations. Yes. I was here for that. I liked her bangs. So mm-hmm. much velour. That velour cape that was yeah. on the inside gold it was perfect in every way. And also, I still don't understand why you don't own this possession breed. That's yeah. like I know, I fully on theme for you. I have find any of her, her pieces. You can make it. I have yeah. faith. Yeah. Yes. I really feel like that was the star of the whole movie was that cape. Cape. Yeah. <laughs> Not that the, and Fletcher. Like, metal bodice <laughs> no. with the helmet. That no, was fun. I mean, that was and interesting. The fringe but... skirt, the beaded. Right, that was kind of like gladiator meets yeah. like like futuristic. Yeah, it's like twenties. 
Right. So, yeah. <laughs> she had another outfit that was very like 1920s, 1930s inspired. With, yeah. Like the one cl- curl outside of the oh, beaded yeah. headband. Oh, yeah, yeah, That yeah. was at the AIDS benefit. Yeah. Miami, yeah. The fountain blue. Right. Right. <laughs> also, his, he changed up his outfit for Miami. He had mm-hmm. that linen yeah. leisure suit going He had on. a Miami. Yeah, that <laughs> linen leisure suit. And then when he, they were out in <laughs> fucking Tahoe, everybody, all, all the sweaters. Turtlenecks on turtlenecks. Double, yes. double turtles. It was great. <laughs> I did enjoy that a lot, actually. <laughs> we had a really good time commenting on this. Choice <laughs> all the sweaters. Partially, guys, we live in the mountains, so, like, that kind of winter is very real for us. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I'm always paying attention to how... Totally. Yeah. I mean, have I ever done a double turtle? No. No. Would I do it, though, now that I've seen it done? Yes. Exactly. Possibly. (laughs) Possibly. I've never been a turtleneck wearer. Ooh, interesting. Something about, like, I can't... You don't like the feeling. Mm -hmm. Huh. I can do, like, a big... like I'm being choked out. ...collar situation. Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) Choked out. Oh my God. <gasps> I can do like a big collar though, for sure. I but wore yeah. turtlenecks a lot as a kid. Um, I don't know if I've worn like a. I actually tight just turtle. In a okay, while. wait. Now that I think about it, I just bought one from Target. It's a crop. <laughs> it's a crop turtleneck. <laughs> so I love the yeah, the crop <laughs> turtle. Explain <laughs> when the fuck you wear that to me. <laughs> I was like, oh, it's six dollars and it looks cute. I guess I'll wear it with. It's not like a sweater material. Okay. Um, so it'd be more of a so summer. yeah, it's gonna be a summer okay. item. Yeah, and here in our summers in the evenings, yeah, it's still good summers summers a lie yeah. here. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. I'm sorry, guys. We just had a really very uh, snowfall winter. It's not over, Sista. I We're know. Not out of the woods. I know. I don't want to give you any sense of false hope. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just rolled on, guys. I'm I, ready. I'm ready for not having to wear. My Sorrells everywhere. Yeah, and yeah. Like multiple layers. Multiple layers. I miss my shorts. Me too. Dresses. Miss my summer wardrobe. I my winter wardrobe blows. <laughs> but it doesn't. What are you talking about? It doesn't feel like me, Sista. <laughs> See, that's the Florida coming out in you. Yep. Yep. <laughs> there it is. Life and cutoffs. Life and cut. Yeah, exactly. Well, I'll put a sweatshirt on, but like cutoffs, guys. <laughs> Never need. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a never nude, you guys. I don't uh, know. I get naked. I get naked. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> I'm going to take your word for it. Yeah. Oh, God. Do we have more things? Uh, I don't know. I, I feel you like know, in a lot of ways, I'm like, I'm sorry I put you guys through this, but. We put you through the Phantom Menace, so, you know. We did. Yeah. Come I'm on, not mad at it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. I think I just oh. always, like dreamed that this movie would be everything I hoped it would be, like uh, hearing the yeah. soundtrack, mm-hmm. and it just wasn't. And I remember being disappointed by it when I first saw it, and being mm-hmm. like, this is what I've waited to see? God damn it. How could you do this tonight? But I'm still, but you still watched it more than once, yeah, because and you I had, like, committed to it. it. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. So, Brie is a physical copy, guys. Yeah. We did not get this one I got it library. from Best Buy, like, back oh, in the day. Oh, man. Oh, gracious. Nice. I it was on sale. It, well, <laughs> of that's course it not was. surprising. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no one liked this movie. And this, like, you know, I I advocate for Waterworld a lot. Um, I actually think that that was a great movie that, like, just people were not ready for. Okay. <laughs> 
But this, the script really did no justice to anybody. Fair enough. Yeah. Oh, there, I, there was just a lot of, a lot of things that uh, needed a second glance. Yeah. Just needed a female perspective. Yeah. And some nose. I will say though, Marsha, yeah. Lucas, where were you? Oh, Truth. I miss you, Marsha. You should consult on everybody, every everybody. white male film that leaves Hollywood. <laughs> Truth. She would do nothing else. That woman would get no breaks. Yeah, it would not be good. Well, and maybe it's a team, you know, it's like Sophia Coppola, I see. Julie okay. Taymor, like... I see. Um, I will say, though, like, right, because you, you were in love with this film before you were able to see it, yeah. right? So that kind of builds this, like, mythos around yeah. it kind of deal. The movie I wasn't allowed to see as a youngster that I really wanted to was Clueless. Oh, and great so, movie. Yeah, yeah. and so great, when I did get movie. to see that, which I, I wasn't an adult when I saw that. I was a teenager for sure. And when I finally did at a friend's house, did not tell my mother. No. Spoiler alert. Know, Sorry, also, Mom. You should absolutely be allowed to see Clueless. Clueless, like, yeah, totally what, what shaped... Clueless? Well, because it has, like, sexual content in oh, it. Okay, and yeah. I was, like, 12 be, like, when 15. it came out. <laughs> That's oh. fair. That's accurate. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But when I did see it, I might, I may, it may have come out when I was like ten. Now that I think about mm-hmm. it, but when I did finally see it at a friend's house, I was like, "This is a, I mean, a amazing, I, magical. I mean, spoiler alert, Clueless is a better film than The Bodyguard, <laughs> but <laughs> zero question, zero could, yeah, exactly. But like, I just ah, that film is. Uh, excellent and mm-hmm. also that feeling of like mom i'm sorry you were wrong like this this was worth it like yeah. this was worthwhile and tee hee hee yeah yeah also a great soundtrack yeah yes absolutely yes 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 also paul rudd has not aged a day what oh, is it God. with him is he I a think vampire he's an alien. yeah i don't know like i don't know no because he just, he could, he, yeah, he just continues he to be. He gets hotter somehow. Yes. I'm like, how is this even What's possible? Happening? What are you doing? You what don't agree this? with that. I don't, I don't know if I agree with that. Watch him in a baby face. Watch him in Ant-Man and the Wasp and look at his six pack and then tell me that. Oh. But yeah. he's, oh, he's gorgeous. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> is that your hall pass, uh, Megan? One of my hall passes for sure. Oh, I see. You All get right. like a list of five, right? Mo- like ninety percent of mine is women for sure, but like Paul Rudd is but like Paul my Rudd's one. Paul Rudd's in there. Yeah, uh-huh. Paul Rudd's in there. It's like Paul Rudd and Chris Pratt are probably at the top really? of my list. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. She likes funny guys. I do. I do. I like the stupid sweet ones. What can I say? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Love it. Paul Rudd and Romeo and Juliet in the astronaut costume. I do like that. There you go. That's the, I haven't seen that film in a long time either. Can I say this one critical quote on here? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> okay, sorry. I'm looking at the DVD box of The Bodyguard, you guys. And at the top, four stars. Houston and Costner are the best romantic screen couple in years. And I was like, who the fuck said this? I and don't it's think like so. some rando for Arizona Republic. What the fuck is that oh, even? I hate them. Yeah, exactly. Or <laughs> like it's the only I was like, is this supposed to be from like only, USA like, Today demographic no. that like it landed in? Right. Yeah, right. Like, because someone out so there loves this movie. Someone so does, and yeah. that's great. And, uh, and it is surprising that like I don't love this movie. There is a component of that for sure, but I think the like weirdness if there was a movie is I would love. Yeah, yeah, it's not great. Yeah. Whitney can't save the sinking ship. 
Right? And it's not even... I wouldn't even say that, like, Whitney's acting is, like, what's the issue? No. Like, I feel like she... she did She did, she did, she did well. like, But, yeah. of course, that was the thing that everyone, like, all the critics have slandered first. Was her acting? Yeah. Are you kidding me? No, of course not. not. this fucking, like, bizarre, confusing <laughs> editing that happened? No. Whatever. Okay. No. Lordy. They wanted her to fail. They were yeah, looking for right? her to Seriously. fail. Seriously. White men wanting black women to not succeed. Some bullshit. It's like, you're not allowed to be good at everything. You can only be good at that one thing right. that we allowed you to be good at. Mm-hmm. So. Fuck them. Well. Still love you, Whitney. On yeah. that note, guys. Yeah. We, uh, we're gonna be watching, what is it, Revenge of the Sith? Is that the name of that next Yeah, movie? I almost said Return of the Jedi, and Me I was like, too. nope, that's, like, wrong. that's wrong. <laughs> that's an Revenge of the Sith is the correct title. <laughs> Ooh, guys, Bree, we're gonna, like, get through these prequels, and then... We're gonna close out those prequels. Uh, can't wait. I know, and then, yeah, because then we'll be getting Lando into the new ones. Oh, girl, don't yeah, sh- yeah, don't yeah, not worry, even yet. Not even yet. Like... Still. Donald Glover right now, I am just... Oof. We're still... He's on your list. He's on your hall pass list. I, you know, I just want to, like... Yeah. Pick his brain. I just want to, like, hang out. Because he's so fucking clever. We're watching Atlanta right now? Yeah. That shit is brilliant. Yeah. He is... He is a fucking force, and I'm very excited he exists in this universe. Yeah. Totally. He's so, he's so good at everything. Like, he, he is really good at everything. <laughs> it's like, ridiculous. Gambino and, like, every, I'm, like, yeah. I'm just so incredibly impressed. Yeah. His stand-up on Netflix is amazing. He's yeah. killing the game. He really is. Yeah. Truth. We'll get there. We will. Well, right. well, I'm ready for that. Get there. I'm ready for that. Yeah. So join us next time for... Watch Solo be her Revenge favorite of Star Wars film. I yeah. No, it's gonna be the Christmas episode. Oh, oh God! <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. On that note, we will catch you guys next time. Thanks for listening, y'all. Bye. Bye. listening y'all you can follow us on instagram at wait you haven't seen that and also check out our website for some sweet sweet merch and if you want to see the circus in action become a patreon member for exclusive reaction videos and extra princess tegan content if y'all were here for the shitstorm that was our pod please give us a five-star review on itunes tegan woo sure would appreciate it